Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Hey, Rebel Rouser. I'm Alan Voivod, and this is Star Wars 7x7. We're at episode number 1,639 today, and today we are finishing up our year in review series, our 2018 look back at the Star Wars productions, and we are ending the series with movies, arguably the biggest and most important element in the whole Lucasfilm situation. You know, I'm saying arguably because I think that the whole Disney streaming service is definitely going to become as important a player in this whole situation, if not more so, potentially. But I do think that movies are a huge part of this situation, and I don't think that influence is ever going to go away. And as far as the movies go for 2018, well, The Last Jedi, of course, played out its string in the beginning of the year. And then Solo with Star Wars Story came out in May, and we've spent a lot of time here on the podcast going over Solo with Star Wars Story, and in particular, the Scoundrel Business episodes trying to suss out exactly why Solo performed as it did at the box office, whether it was a combination of factors from you know Alden Ehrenreich to the changes in the production to the Memorial Day weekend release to The Last Jedi Fufara to any other number of factors. And you know what? For something different, <laughs> I actually went on to the Reddit movie thread and I know that going to Reddit, you know, you're kind of asking for trouble <laughs> in some sense. But the particular Reddit subreddit I went to was the Movie Pass Club subreddit. The folks who had Movie Pass and someone posted a, a thread that got 80 comments about, you know, why do you think Solo tanked and would you be seeing it again if MoviePass was allowing multiple viewings? And, you know, I don't know that there's necessarily a great overlap with the Star Wars audience in general and the MoviePass audience. Like, I don't know where the Venn diagram uh, is on that. I don't think it's a huge overlap necessarily. But most of the sentiment in MoviePass was generally positive for the movie and the sentiment that was against it Ultimately, it was more about whether the movie was necessary, whether Alden Ehrenreich made for a good Han Solo. There were a couple of comments about, you know, The Force Awakens and The Last Jedi and Disney and Kathleen Kennedy and Ryan Johnson, but they were definitely outweighed by the you know, comments about the movie itself and about Alden's performance and about the necessity of the movie to begin with. And there were a couple of comments in there that kind of echoed the exercise that we did a few days ago where we talked about what might have happened if Solo had been released in December instead of May and that it probably would have made much more money by comparison even though it was going to be competing with Aquaman. But, you know, it's either take on Aquaman or take on Infinity War and Deadpool and, you know... Competition-wise, it seems like the odds would have been better against Aquaman, say, if it had come out on the 14th, like we discussed here on the show, instead of coming out on the 21st, as had been posited elsewhere on social media. And, yeah, uh, you know, looking back, 
it does seem like it deserved better, unfortunately. And, you know, I know that part of the whole situation had to do with the fact that they were already planning to have Mary Poppins be the centerpiece of the Christmas release situation, you know, and I would suggest that those are probably two very different movies. And so maybe if you had them stagger two weeks apart, they wouldn't have cannibalized each other. But be that as it may, it's not my decision to make. So it's unfortunate, but hopefully Solo is going to live on in people's hearts and minds as being, you know, a fun ride, even if it wasn't the epic space opera that everything else that has come before it has been. And in another bit of positive news, both for The Last Jedi and Solo, the DVD numbers have been very strong too, and so that seems to indicate that things are all well and good with the franchise, and... Specifically, according to the numbers, which is another great box office site like Box Office Mojo, the numbers has The Last Jedi as being the number two selling DVD in 2018. That's regular DVD sales and Blu-ray combined. And it's second only to Black Panther, which, you know, that's a total win for The Last Jedi as far as I'm concerned. Black Panther was an unmistakable smash. And so, you know, coming in second to that is definitely not a big deal whatsoever. And Solo, having been released on DVD on August 25th, is already number 13 on the charts for the year, for 2018. It has already made more money than the number 12 one, The Incredibles 2, and it's just slightly behind in unit sales in that regard. But, man, be that as it may, the DVD sales certainly seem to be indicating that you know, things are actually going right on the movie front, even if Solo itself didn't necessarily perform as well as everybody would have liked in theaters. And actually, the Department of Corrections is chiming in. It's also made more money, Solo A Star Wars Story has, than It as well. So it's actually number 11 on the list of DVDs for 2018 in terms of actual dollars spent. So... That is basically it, except for the movies that are in production, which we will talk about in just a moment. First, it just behooves me to remind you to subscribe to the show if you don't yet already, and thank you if you do. And also, please consider supporting this daily dose of Star Wars joy by joining the community at patreon.com SW7X7. And as far as movies in production go, well, of course, we have episode 9 that is still in production, still shooting, and will probably be shooting all the way into January of 2019 at the rate it's going. And we also have, of course, the Ryan Johnson trilogy and the Game of Thrones series. And the Game of Thrones guys are probably going into pre-production in 2019, considering that Game of Thrones is going to be over by, what, May? I think so that way it's done in time for Emmy Award consideration. So, you know, once that's all said and done, then it's time to get cracking on Star Wars movies. And Ryan Johnson, well, you know, depending on when Knives Out is done, I think we're looking at probably late in 2019. So maybe he's scribbling notes for his trilogy already. Maybe not. Well, I guess we're going to hear a little bit more, hopefully, at Celebration Chicago in April. But... That is going to do it for now, my friends, for our year in review for Star Wars Media. Thank you so much for joining me for these episodes. Thank you so much for joining me every single day. I really appreciate it. And, of course, as always, may the Force be with you, wherever in the world you may be. This podcast is not endorsed or sponsored yet by Lucasfilm Limited, Disney, or 20th Century Fox, and is intended for entertainment and information purposes only. Star Wars, the Star Wars logo, all names and pictures of Star Wars characters, vehicles, and any other Star Wars-related items are registered trademarks and or copyrights of Lucasfilm Limited or their respective trademark and copyright holders. May the force be with them. All original content is copyright 2018, Star Wars 7x7. We hope you love it.